0: Our mission is to help creatives grow their business, hone their marketing and share their stories by outstanding content. Hello team, it's Fab from Creative Impact here and I'm very excited today to bring you a bonus episode. I mean, there's nothing better than having a bonus episode on a Friday, not just because it's Friday, but because you can double celebrate today the fact that it's the end of the week. And today's bonus episode is a great one. It's a short extract from our conference coming up in November the 11th, where we're going to have a selection of live and recorded workshops and sessions. And today you're getting a bit of an extract from one of our recorded workshops, all about creating digital products and communities. So today, you're going to listen to some incredible advice from Jessica Shambora from Mighty Networks about the three misconceptions that people have when starting their own online community. If you want to hear more about the conference, if you want to get your tickets, you've got to be quick. You've got to head to creativeimpact.group slash RSVP or small to get to your amazing tickets. And I cannot wait to have you there. So make sure that you head to our website you check out the conference, and you sign up. But before you do that, let's hear it out from our loveliest bonus guest, Jessica Shambora, with a quick tip about three misconceptions when starting out your own community. <music> with more online communities coming, I think more and more hosts, which is obviously also what we call the and mining Network, um, are starting to think for themselves, how can they make their communities better? How can we move away from what we feel is probably the option that we know? And how can we explore new things? So there's so much that we can talk about, especially when it comes to this first element of just the rise of this new way of being present online. But I was wondering, Because some people are still this old idea or this foggy idea of communities, is that a misconception that you think new hosts might have about online communities altogether?
1: Yeah, absolutely. There are quite a few misconceptions that I think people bring to this. And it's always really eye-opening when um, Gina and I go over these with people and they're like, yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking, like you know, okay, wow, this is a really big shift in my mindset about what a community is. So um, so I'd love to go over a couple, or a few of those. Um, so one, one idea is that a lot of folks think that you need hundreds or even thousands of members to make a community successful. And were, that just isn't true, actually. Some of the, be- the strongest, most thriving, most exciting communities that I've encountered have, you know, less than 200 people um because what's really exciting about what's happening there the interactions between the members and so um so and sometimes it's even fewer than 50 people so it's like what is the quality of interaction that's happening and what are the results and the value that's being gained by the people inside that community so we just want to let people know like hey you don't have to have one of these you know groups or or um out there online where, you know, you just have like hundreds and thousands of people. You don't need to build the next LinkedIn or Facebook in order to to make this thing really, um, really hum and come to life. So that's the first thing we want to make sure people kind of like get out of the way. Like you're not, you don't need to build and gather all of these people. The second one, and this is really the one that we, I think come across the most and is the thing that we're always trying to um, to let people know is that communities don't need to be a ton of work people think that, you know, oh my gosh, it's got to be a grind. And again, this is probably because they think they need those hundreds or thousands of members and that, you know, managing all of those people is going to be such a, you know, task. Um, but if you have the right structures in place, if you have the right framework, if you bring the right mindset to it, um, it you know, it actually can become something that's very sustainable. Um, and that's what we hear time and time again from our hosts, which is, yeah, you're going to put in the upfront to so put the structure in place and and really think it through. But once you get that up and running, um, it actually can be, first of all, a joy and a delight to run a community. And second, um, you can really start to pass off some of the, the ownership and, and the driving of the engagement to your members and potentially moderators and facilitators as well. So that's, the really, that's a really key message we want people to take away. If you've been scared to launch a community because you thought it was going to be super hard and a grind, don't let that stop you. Um, the third thing that we do come across is that people think that the value of their community is in their content. So people, this has been historically a lot of how membership sites have been run or, or things have been run. And, and a lot of people who come to creating communities have a history in content. They've, they're podcasters, they're bloggers, they're authors, they're, you know, speakers. Um, and they're used to that like, content is their safe place. And they're used to being able you know to just kind of grind out the content and and then that's a lot of where their value lies. And what we want them to understand is that there's still a place for that, especially in sort of getting your ideas out there and reaching people. Um, And even in your community, there's can be a role for content, but you really want to kind of make that shift with the community, which is that um, the community provides, you know, kind of a foundation or a, a kind of a something to gather around the real value for your members comes again in their ability to connect with each other around those ideas and with you and um and where you where you take that and that's also what makes your community a very defensible defensible um proposition because you know there there's a lot of concern out there about like well, people steal my content well the reality is if you've got a community the interactions happening there just can't be replicated or stolen so that's the other thing that we talk a lot about. So we just don't want people to get lost in that content grind and think that all their value is locked up in just pushing content, pushing, pushing. Um, the last thing I would just say quickly about that is that uh, if you give people too much content, they feel super overwhelmed. They can't consume it all. And then they feel like they're not getting the value of the community. So they drop out. So that's another thing we talk about. A um, couple of other quick things. People think they can't charge if they haven't charged for something before. And um, we want them to know that that's absolutely not true. Um, you're putting your time and value and expertise and bringing what you've done in your life to all of this and in bringing all these people together. You can charge for that. Um, and they also think that when they do charge, it has to be a low cost. So it's like, oh, I'm just going to charge someone like, you know, $5 or something a month to join my community. And it's like, you have to remember that people pay attention to what they pay for, and they attribute value where they're, you know, to the cost of something. So if they think you're offering something for $5, then they think it's really just worth $5, um, and there's just not as much value there. So we also want people to be aware of, of that um, sort of trap that they can get lost in. And then finally, the last thing is that people do believe that they're going to build this community, they're going to just post to social media, and they're going to get members, even if they haven't really used social media before, or don't have that following. And that's another thing we want to talk about and kind of demystify with our, um, which is it's that's really not how it works. You want to start with actually a core group of people who, who are your ideal member, they really get what you're trying to do. And they're the right people to bring together in your community. And again, that comes back to you don't need hundreds or thousands you need in the tens to really get something going or you know sometimes we have you know uh, yeah basically hosts that start with just 10 members so those are the some of the things that we tend to highlight for folks that we've seen um, and looking across all of the communities that we have in maybe networks
0: thank you so much for listening don't forget to check our show notes for more juicy goodness about this episode if you loved it please take some time to give us five stars on itunes and make sure that you let us know your hahas and takeaways on Instagram at Creative Impact Co. Also, you can find out more about us on our website at creativeimpact.group.